My Get Up and Go on SAFM. Influential people doing well in their respective fields. All right, before we get into our get up and go, we do have a caller who's chatting to us about the discussion that we just had with uh, T.D. Pila. A very good morning to you, Gorbis. You're joining us from KZN. Morning, Kanye. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for being with us. Yes, amazing. This year is taking its course. I was just listening to the back end of that conversation, and I want to thank the, the speaker for the inspiration because there's so much wisdom in what she was saying. Mm. I often find that knowledge is like the antidote for the age-old thing that we've had in Africa, that Shindawa, you know, the ability to have a conversation and to ask the right questions. Something that changed my life probably 15 years ago was a colleague that challenged me, and he asked three simple questions. He said, what we often do is we ask the question, what, to understand what it is about. Then we ask the question, so what, to understand the motivation behind it. And then he said, the question we very seldom ask or answer is now what, which mm. is the application. And that has just changed my whole way of thinking and approaching because we have a culture that is so entrenched with what and so what. And we have so little ability and skill to actually engage with a now what. And yeah, I just want to thank the previous. Quobus, are you still with us? All right, I think Quobus is on the road. Thank you so much, Quobus, for those um, three anecdotes that you've just um, shared with us. And uh, Quobus, they're commenting on the previous discussion that we had with our guest um, speaker. Every uh, Tuesday, she joins us to talk about life-changing discussions at CD Pila Day. This morning, we are joined by Usimam Gele. Uh, Dial, how are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing so well. Thank you so much. It's not my first time interviewing you, is it? No. Um, the first interview, we had a telephone interview didn't you write a book yeah that was my first book yes and i interviewed you on it and there's a picture with you signing with all your books (laughs) yes i remember i remember you know i may be getting on in years (laughs) but i still definitely um remember we start this feature by asking when i say what is your daily morning routine that gets you up and going your get up and go um first thing for me uh is prayer um, and you know, sometimes it's a silent prayer and sometimes it's, it's long, sometimes it's short. Um, and then I run as well, um, which I haven't done in a while now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, I'm still recovering from December. So no, you're no way. <laughs> People are already training for comrades. Yeah, still no, <laughs> no, I, yeah, no, I had December in Jan, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, okay. Um, and so I run and then it is work, um, for about until afternoon mm. yeah so that's basically my routine the routine thing, every yeah. day yeah now you are an author you're a transformational speaker you're an entrepreneur and you come from uh now called makana makanda makanda like yes. wakanda, Mak- but yeah. M. <laughs> wakanda makanda yeah. which was formerly known as gramstown yes. uh, so in case you're looking for gramstown on the map and you're not finding <laughs> you're not gonna it, find it and you keep looking and yeah. you're going past yeah. makanda makanda that is gramstown yeah. so uh, tell us about you know just being a young girl growing up in the streets of uh, makanda you know what was your early childhood like Um, So my childhood was quite a colorful one, Um, colorful in a good and also bad way. Um, I grew up being raised by um, my grandmother as well as my mom, Um, but my mom had me quite young. And so as I grew up, she was in her 20s. 
and um, and so in the process of growing up between the ages of um, six and nine, I get raped by three different men, mm. um, which kind of I think changed my my whole psyche, um, and and obviously had suppressive kind of thoughts and psychological issues as well from there, and um, and also growing up in a family where. Um, no one is really educated. Um, my grandmother was a general assistant um, with a daughter who also just just had matric. There was a lot of pressure as well. But um, I think I just had a resilient spirit that I just cannot describe, you know. Um, it still shocks me till today. So growing up in Gramstown, Echini, was, was an interesting um, kind of roadmap for me because right. um, then I then moved around a lot um, because my mom uh, started having depression but we mm. didn't know it as depression at the time and so she abused alcohol and so from just being I think from from the ages of nine from nine I left Gramstown um, went to live in the northwest from the northwest I went to Umtata from Umtata I went to KZN and and then went back to Gramstown. Right. So I I always describe myself as a child that's raised by a village because different people and different influences have made me the woman I am today. Um so yeah, colorful in a good and bad way. And in and, and growing up and having those experiences, like you say, it took a rather resilient yeah. spirit to get to where you are today. What was that thing that was driving you? Was it a sense of this is not my end. This is not where I'm going to end up. Or, or was it something where somebody in, like encouraged you and, and gave you a better picture that, Smamkele, this is just not the end? So I think one thing that drove me was my grandmother. Yeah. Because um, she she had a belief in me that I, I didn't, I, I couldn't comprehend, you know. She just had so much of faith in me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing that encouraged me was that I had always thought I don't want to become my mom yeah um, and I mean she was a great woman but facing difficult things but I did not want to be her I didn't want to end up being an alcoholic I didn't want to just being a beautiful girl with no substance um, I, I wanted to be more and those two things I think drove me to to prove also to myself and other people who kept on saying I would be her that you know I'll actually become much more much and, more yeah and you went on to study at Rhodes University yes, I did. Uh, what did you study at Varsity? Um I did a Bachelor of Social Sciences in Industrial Sociology and Law and my honors was in Development Studies at Rhodes though and and did you find that, you know, even as a student, you know, you're with other teenagers, young adults, did your childhood haunt you in any shape or form? It, I think it still does haunt me. Um, but you learn mechanisms to deal with certain things. Right. But, but um, while I was in varsity, I mean, I was, I grew up as a very depressed child. And so in varsity, my only life was academics because I had I had to make it work, you know. Mm. Um, and even though the the thoughts would would surface and the issues would come to surface, I had to suppress them because 
you have a degree to finish and you're the first in your family to have this degree. So you you, you have to push no matter what, you know. Mm. Um, you don't have time to cry because no one is going to say, Askisi, you know. Um, and you, you can't even call home because... Ikaya, they didn't even understand what modules are. So I can't even say, oh, I'm failing this module. Right. You it's know? all about chin-up. Yeah, no. You, you, I just had to stand and, and fight through. And I think that bothered me post-varsity because, yeah. you know, now life is a bit relaxed and you start working and then the issues then come back again, mm. um, which is how I got to write my first book. Um, but I, I just had to chin-up. I really just had to chin up. How did writing that first book help you in a in, in a way of healing and how did you find it to be therapeutic? So that book started as a letter to myself. Let's just give the listeners the title of that okay. book. Okay. The the title of the book is My Pain Perfected: The Path of Being Carried and Finding Purpose Through Pain. Um so the book started as a letter to myself and a letter to a younger version of me encouraging me and so I then started to unpack the things that I had been through and you know how I was feeling about those things and I think in the middle of it I realized okay you're writing a book um, it was very healing I don't think there's anything as therapeutic as writing mm. and I mean I speak for a living but there is nothing that is so is healing like writing um, because you are real and and you are honest you know, especially if you're writing in a perspective of writing to yourself. Right. You're real and you're honest. And it was extremely healing, but also got me to discover the great treasures that were in me, which I think I had never realized before. Um, so it was quite a it was quite a beautiful journey. Messy. Yeah. Um, but beautiful nonetheless. You have a quote here in your profile that says some people are only with you for your brokenness and some for your greatness know the difference unpack this a bit for us so i mean i think as you journey um and grow up you you mature into understanding that not everyone is your friend and some people you know there's a saying that says you attract what you are yeah. um there are people who come into your life at a state where you are broken yeah and you attract that because you are broken yes and the people who actually come to feed off that brokenness, you know, to abuse you for your brokenness. Yeah. And there are people then who will come into your life wanting to influence you into being better because they can see the greatness. And sometimes it's, you're blind to it because you are in such a dark hole. Um, it takes a lot of discernment. And for me, it was mostly prayer that helped me discern, you know, who's coming into my life and when, um, especially when it comes to relationships as well. Right. Um, we, we end up dating people who are as broken, who as, are us. As, broken as us, yeah. but, and we don't realize it because yeah. You, I think you want to become a nurse and be like, I'm going to help you through the pain. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's just mirroring your mirroring, own pain. Mirroring, yeah. And then yeah. what ultimately happens is that your brokenness starts to feed yeah. off each other. Yeah. And that's when the toxicity yes. comes. And that's the rot that's that the comes rot. out. Yes. Yeah. So, so, and then you will meet someone else who is seeing the glory that is, in, that is within you, that is hidden from you. Yeah. But most of the time, we want to repel those people when we are in the toxicity. So it, it really takes a lot of self-knowledge um, to, to get to a place to know of knowing the difference. So what keeps you going on a daily basis, do you think? 
I have a lot of lives to change. Um, and I don't believe that God kept me thus far to just be a normal person. Yeah. And so my everyday thing is that um, I make everyday count and impact a person's life, even if it's just with a conversation. Sometimes it's just listening. But to have an open heart to knowing that you are imparting on someone else's life. So that keeps me going. Mm. Um, and also because I think I have, I have a pro point to prove to myself mm. that I'll never be what everyone thought I would be. That you would do better. That I would always do better. And also, what, what do you want to share with our listeners? What advice do you have for somebody who's not yet found, you know, their real passion and they're still searching and they're still, you know, finding their purpose in life and they're yeah, hearing yeah. you talk and they say, you know, Simamkele, I wish I was where you are, but I'm not even inspired to start this day. Mm. What do you say to that person? Find God for me. That That is basis of everything because that is where you find your identity mm. um, we ag acknowledging that you know God for different people means different things yeah. but find a place of belief and that is where your identity gets restored mm. once your identity is restored you are then aligned to the things that you know um, are supposed to be in your path yeah you you you'll find that you've always loved doing hair yeah. did that is your passion but you just thought ah it's just a skill you know um, there is nothing more important than finding your identity and being attentive to the things that you like attentive to the things that you want to fix in the world in society because that is where you're supposed to find to to make an impact so I think the the passion thing also comes from a serving place you know mm. being aware that you are on earth to serve you may have to serve today by praising and worshiping. Tomorrow you might have to serve by being an obedient employee, but you are just on this earth to serve. Um, and having that kind of mindset helps you to discover more and more of your passions, you know, mm. um, no matter how many times you've been told you can't, no matter how many times you felt that you can't or believe that you can't. Um, at some point when you are aligned to your identity, Everything you attract all of the good things and the things that ought to be in your next um, in that way. In closing, Simam Kele, is there like an inspirational quote or not even inspiration, but a personal quote or mantra that you live by on a daily basis? All things work together for the good. Mm. All things work together for the good. Um, in darkness, in light, everything is working out for your good. What today is a pain to you is fueling you for your purpose, you know? Um, and everything that you make an excuse today is propelling you to excellence. You just have to be very conscious um, of of who you are and where you're going. Um, so, yeah, that's me. All things work together for the good. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining Thank us you this morning. Much. Please share with us your social media handles. Uh, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, Smamkele Dial. Uh, and, yeah. That's and it. My website, www.smamgeledial.co.za. Perfect. It's been an absolute pleasure having you in studio. Thank you so Thank much, you very much for joining us. It's 10 minutes before 5 o'clock. Let's get some spiritual inspiration.